Radio Theater. In the air. Dedicated to man's imagination, the theater of the mind. You know what our call letters WGN stand for, don't you? Welcome to WGN Radio Theater. Special three-hour presentation. And your hosts, Carl Amari and Lisa Wolf. All right, about six minutes after 11 p.m. here on the WGN Radio Theater program 438 in the series. It is November 10th, and to my right, the vivacious one herself, Lisa Wolf. What's up, Lisa? Carl, have I been sitting here for 438 episodes next to you? You know what that means? We that, have driven wow. down here. 438 times. Well, back we've and driven forth. down here a lot more times than we have shows. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, because we have meetings every once in a while. In too. any event, I'm still glad to be here for 38 and onward. <laughs> and you know what? Because we carpool, you deserve a medal. I know. And I deserve a bigger medal. Yeah, I know. We've got Ben Anderson filling in for Shantae tonight. Thank you so much. We love having you with us. Love being here. What's going on, Ben? Hey, we have an hour-long Lux Radio Theater presentation, and it's Veterans Day tomorrow. And this is sort of a uh, homage to our veterans in World War I, because... The uh, veterans, um, the uh, aviators in this test pilot Lux Radio Theater are World War I aviators. And Cecil B. DeMille, the Cecil B. DeMille is the host. And the stars are Robert Taylor, Rita Hayworth, and Robert Preston. And our Rita Hayworth picture on our fun fact oh boy, got that more is some likes picture than, than anybody, right? Right. Uh, Rita Hayworth, that picture in particular was beautiful. Yeah. She was beautiful. And it's a very eye-catching photo. If you haven't seen it, you can go to our Facebook page at WGN Radio Theater. Check it out and make sure to like us if you haven't already. The Lux Radio Theater will be playing an hour-long broadcast in four parts from 1942. Test pilot. Don't miss that. We're going to play our game right now. It is called... Called Cat's guess, Pride. Guess that song. Yes. We will be giving away a Lou Malnati's gift certificate for $25. And we are in the year 1964. Yeah. Good year for Roma Wine, I believe. Yes, it is. <laughs> we are going to have a caller. But also, I have two very good friends that are guests in the studio, Steve and Jack Colon. They're here, and they're going to play the game with us as well. All along. right. We've got a lot of lifelines here. So what's here. going on, guys? How you doing? Everything good? Everything's good. All right. What do you say there, Jack? How's things? Good? Everything is good. I'm Jack glad to be here. listens to the show every single Saturday and Sunday night. Well, what a treat it is to have you in the studio Along with, with your lovely bride. Right. 468 broadcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what's going on, Steve? How are you, sir? I am good. Yeah? Glad to be here. Steve's a, Steve's a big wig at Home Depot. Go to Home Depot. Oh, I love Home Depot. Everybody, Home Depot. Depot, right, Steve? Exactly. We all know Home right. Depot. So we're going to play our game. What caller would you uh, like? We're going to go with caller number five. You can call right now at 312-981-7200. Give us a call. We'll be right back. Guess that song. Oh, thank you, Roger. What a great voice you have. We've got Elaine on the phone to play Guess That Song. Hey, Elaine. Hey. Hi, how are you? I'm wonderful. I love your show. Oh, well, we love that you called in and you made it through and you're already a winner. Hang I'm... on. I want to make this official. Elaine, I love you. Yes. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carl's a sweet talker, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a little 1964 song fun. You ready to go? I am. Okay, we're going to play the first song right now. 
That's all you get. You know what it is, Elaine? I don't. Oh, well, you're going to have some help. All right. We've got a couple of lifelines Jack and Steve Colon, and they're here to help. Jack, you know that song? I'm afraid I don't. All right, Steve. Come on. You guys. I get around by the Beach Boys. Thank you. Let's hear it. It's a fantastic song. I just saw the Beach Boys. Um, and it was released as a single in May 1964 with Don't Worry Baby on its B-side. It became the group's first number one charting song in the United States. But luckily, Elaine, you had a good lifeline. No problem there. Hey, in- you know what, Elaine? You know what, what band I like even better than the Beach Boys? The Beach Girls. Nope. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's a shocker. <laughs> Uh, if there was such a thing as the Beach Girls, that would have been funny. Yeah. Unfortunately. Okay. There are Let, in my mind. Let's hear the second song. I have no idea what that well, is. Well, this is 1964, Carl. I was one. Come on. All right, Elaine. Do you know that one, Elaine? I don't. It's all right. Do you guys know it? Nope, I Jack, don't know it. what do you think? I know this I song. Know Wait a minute, maybe maybe Steve, he got the last one. Steve? Yeah. It's a little tougher. Not this one. Well, mm. Carl, you wouldn't know it because it's about going to the chapel. Oh. Let's hear it. Going to the chapel and I'm gonna get married. See? This is the Dixie Cups Chapel of Me and Love. Elaine are going to get married at the chapel. Oh, that's wow. what it is. Right? Elaine, I'm right, so Elaine? sorry. I had it brings to... back lots of memories. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine, are you married? Um, I'm a widow. Oh. Well, so there uh, I, where we go. We're going right. to the chapel, make, me and Elaine. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Carl's not making anybody <laughs> crazy over there. Um, so this song has been used in multiple movies, including Full Metal Jacket, Betsy's Wedding, Father of the Bride, one of my favorites, and oh, The Skeleton yeah. Key. Thank you, Elaine. You, Way to go, Elaine. You are a winner, and you have won a Lou Malnati's gift certificate for $25. You can get a great pizza with that. Lou Malnati's is home of Chicago's best deep dish pizza, my favorite. You can find one of their 40-plus Chicagoland locations, or, of course, order online at com. Thank you so much for calling in. We love that Elaine, you Elaine, do you like spinach us. on your pizza? Thank you. I do. I, oh, yes, I good. Do. All right, so then order a spinach pizza. We'll be over. Okay. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank Thanks you. Bye, Elaine. Thank you. All right. Our text in line, 312-981-7200. 312-981-7200. We love getting your texts. Steve, Home Depot Pro, that's where you work, right? Correct. What is that? Tell me about it. So we are the outside sales division of the Home Depot. We call on uh, institutional buildings, schools, hospitals, uh, selling them anything they need for Ongoing supplies. Anything they need. Anything. Well, well that's a tall order. <laughs> has everything, pretty much, right? Yep. And how many people work uh, under your di- in your division? Nineteen. All right. So then they have a special name, don't they? The Rhino. The Chicago the, Rhinos. The Chicago Rhinos. I'm guessing that's after our own Ryan Sandberg, right? No. No. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> not. They're just. They're like. They're just. They so, Rhino. And so go rhi- in there. Rhinos are different than cows. Okay. Cows live in the pasture. They live a safe life. The right. most exciting part of the day is they chew their food twice. Right. Rhinos, Rhinos are. Charge. They get Rhinos in there. Charge. All right, so uh, Steve Colon, you are the Rhino uh, King. You're the uh, head of the Rhinos. I am. I'm at the head Home Rhino. Depot Pro. Correct. All right. All right. Well, we appreciate you, my friend. And there's your awesome dad right there, and your mom's listening. And Jack, you listen to the show every Saturday and Sunday night. Every Saturday and Sunday, like clockwork. 
He says he falls to sleep to us, Lisa. Yeah, to you, Carl. He falls asleep to you. <laughs> I have never I heard the sleep. end of your show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He said last night he fell asleep during uh, the Great Gildersleeve. Right. All right. Well, it's great to have you both here. All right. You'll play the game in the next hour with us as well? Yes? Yeah. Sure. Okay, very good. Time now, though, for the Lux Radio Theater. This was the longest-running and most extravagant show from the golden age of radio. It was an hour long, and it was uh, every single week. Cecil B. DeMille, for many years, was the host and producer of the show, and all the great movie stars of the era were on the Lux Radio Theater. And these were movie recreations. So, you know, the Ten Commandments and uh, you, you name it, it was done on the Lux Radio Radio Theater in a radio dramatized form. Most of the time, the original film stars were on uh, on board to uh, recreate their film roles. Now, it came to radio 1937. Cecil B. DeMille was the host from 1936 all the way to 1945. And some stars, believe it or not, were paid upwards of $5,000 to appear in a single episode of the Lux Radio Theater. Very, very, very expensive show to produce. And it was sponsored the entire run by Lux Toilet Soap. Lux Soap. 926 hours on the air uh, until 1955. Then it made a transition to television in 1950. James Mason was the host when it went to TV. Now, in the original test pilot movie from 1938, directed by Victor Fleming, the stars were Clark Gable, Myrna Loy, and Spencer Tracy. They were not available for this 1942 radio broadcast, but to step into their shoes were Robert Taylor, Rita Hayworth, and Robert Preston. And Cecil B. DeMille was on hand as the producer-director. We're going to play this hour-long show in four parts. Here is part one now of Test Pilot on the Lux Radio Theater. This is Cecil B. DeMille with a word from Hollywood for the soldiers, sailors, marines, and coast guardsmen of America. Once again, we have the privilege of bringing the Lux Radio Theater to the men of our armed forces wherever you may be. And tonight we have a thriller called Test Pilot with a cast that's just as thrilling. Two fine actors, Bob Taylor and Bob Preston, and a young lady who, I understand, is the toast of all branches of the service, Miss Rita Hayworth. She'll say a word to you right now. Hello, everybody. Naturally, I don't know where you're going to be when you hear Test Pilot tonight, but wherever that is, our hearts are with you. Good luck. Yes, good luck. And good hunting. Lux presents Hollywood. The Lux Radio Theater brings you Robert Taylor, Rita Hayworth, and Robert Preston in Test Pilot. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. Cecil B. DeMille. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's play is the story of the most reckless gamblers in the world. Men who toss a coin with death to earn a living. For theirs is the business of taking aloft new, untried planes and straining them to the limit to see if they'll crash. But when these daredevils go to gamble in the clouds, they leave others on the ground. Others who can only wait and hope and pray. This is their story, too. For above all, there is great human drama in the Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer action hit, Test Pilot. 
And starring in it, you'll hear Robert Taylor, Rita Hayworth, and Robert Preston. Test Pilot is a great chapter in aviation history. A chapter about the pioneers of yesterday who helped to make American planes better and safer. And so helped to make the safety record of the United States Air Forces the best in the world. That record is being maintained right now, despite the enormous increase in the Army Air Force. Now the curtain rises, the motors rev up, and here's Test Pilot. Starring Robert Taylor as Jim Lane, Rita Hayworth as Anne, and Robert Preston as Gunner. At 2 o'clock this morning, Jim Lane, test pilot for Drake Aircraft Corporation, took off from Burbank Field in California in an attempt to smash the coast-to-coast record. Flying the famous Drake bullet, he was last reported over Las Vegas, Nevada, 10 minutes ahead of schedule. Las Vegas, Nevada, 10 minutes ahead of schedule. Escalante, Utah, 15 minutes ahead of schedule. Swinging due east, the tiny plane roars high over the mountains of Colorado, streaking like a meteor through the night sky. Then, as the first rays of the sun flash on the propeller, it swoops low over the wheat fields of Kansas, 30 minutes ahead of schedule. Suddenly, the motor sputters and coughs. A spray of oil whips back along the fuselage. With an angry whine, the gallant plane dives toward the ground. Mister, Pat got your tongue? Out of my way, lady. I'm in a hurry. Something wrong with the motor, huh? No, I came down to look over the crops. Well, make yourself at home. I'm licked, see? I'm licked. I couldn't move this thing with a derrick. Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad, is it really? All I had was a coast-to-coast record, and it's too bad. You understand? I had it licked to death. Where are we? We are in Kansas. Oh, that's great. How near Wichita? About 20 miles. Hey, tell you what you can do for me. Do you live around here? See that house? Right over there. You got a phone? Yes. All right. Go call the air terminal at Burbank. Ask for Gunner Morris. When you get him, just yell down and I'll come. Johnny Morris? Gunner, Gunner. Just ask for Gunner. Tell him I'm calling. I'm Jim Lane. That's all you have to do. Why don't you call him yourself? Listen, I've got to get these oil lines out of here. You don't think I want to be stuck in this dump all day, do you? Well, I don't care very much one way or the other. Oh, all right, all right. I'll pay for it. Don't worry about that. Listen, Swellhead, you're on private property and very uninvited. How would you like to get that junk over the fence before I sick a bull on you? Say, I'm just in the mood for a bull, sister. You go get him. I'm able to pick him up and throw him right back in your lap. Oh, I know you. You're the prince. Huh? What prince? A nice, charming prince right out of the sky. A young girl's dream. And I've been waiting for you all my life. That's why no other man even touched the tip of my finger. I've lived for a prince. Yeah, a nice, polite one. <laughs> okay, sister, my apologies. Accepted. Are you a famous flyer, Mr. Lane? I'm Jim Lane. Oh, should I faint on that one? Say, where do you live? I still live over there. I haven't moved since I told you. Can I use your phone? Well, it's all right with me if it's all right with the phone. Come on. <laughs> What's your name? Ann Barton. We're near Wichita, are we, Ann? And it's still 20 miles. Oh, that's right. You told me that before, didn't you? Uh, what time is it? About six. Didn't ask you that before, did I? <laughs> no. <laughs> Hey, tell me something. Do all the girls around here look like you this early in the morning? Hey, look at all the hay. That's not hay, that's wheat. Oh, wheat. The staff of life. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's nice here at that. I'm so glad you like it. What about some breakfast? Yeah, what about it? I'm starved. (laughs) 
How many more waffles can you eat, Mr. Lane? Well, I'll tell you, Mrs. Barton. How many have you got? <laughs> That's all I wanted to know. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Ann, where'd you get such a nice mother? Oh, I took my time picking her out. Fresh, isn't he, Mother? <laughs> Listen, lady, you're not being polite. I'm your guest here. You mean you're stuck here, don't you? Very smart. Very smart. I'll bet you went to school. Oh, she did. And graduated from State University with all the highest honors. Didn't you? Yep. Broke all the records. Did you go to college, Mr. Lane? Oh, Mother, don't embarrass him. <laughs> Quiet, you. I broke some records, too. I entered high school as a sophomore and came out a freshman. <laughs> that must be your call, Mr. Lane. Oh, yeah, thanks. Don't talk about me while I'm gone now. He's very charming, man. Uh-huh. Hello? Yeah, put him on. Hello? Hello, Gunner? This is Jim. Yeah, I figured it was. Where are you? The oil pump let go. I'm down on a farm near Wichita. Oh, fine. Drake's having a hemorrhage. Listen, brother, it was his plane that folded up, not me. Bring along a whole new assembly and a set of lines. Where to? There's a lot of farms near Wichita. Wait a minute, I'll find out. Oh, Ann. Who's Ann? Yes, what do you want? Will uh, anyone in Wichita know how to get here all right? Oh, sure. Due west of Wichita on the main highway. Everybody knows the Barton Farm. Yeah, hey, Gunner. Due west of Wichita on the main highway. Everybody knows the Barton Farm. I don't. Hey, what's all this Ann stuff? Forget it. What time will you get in Wichita? Well, I'll hop the first trip east. Why do you always have to land way out in the sticks? Why, this isn't the sticks, lad. This is the prettiest farm I ever saw. Where do you see it? The wheat sways in the field like a silken sea. How's that? Sounds like a blonde to me. Now listen, Jim. Don't fool around there all day. Get that old pump out, will you, so I can put the new one in right away? Oh, sure, sure. I'll uh, work on it all afternoon. The oil pump, not amp. Never mind, never mind. Well, I'll get in about uh, five this afternoon, your time. Okay, see you at the airport. Bye. Yeah. Say, Ann, we got a car? Yes, why? Well, uh, we got to go to Wichita. Oh? We got to meet the gunner, don't we? Oh, when he arrives there when? Around five this afternoon. And in the meanwhile? Well, I'll entertain you there. Oh, but I thought you had to work on the plane. Oh, no, no, no. That's hard work. Come on, pal. We're wasting time. Wichita is calling. Hooray. What do we do, pal? What do you want to do? Oh, anything. Let's get out the red paint and splash it all over the old hometown, huh? Okay. You like baseball? Huh? Baseball. Wichita versus Omaha. Are you kidding? That's the first portion of the Lux Radio Theater Test Pilot from 1942. More of the WGN Radio Theater after these words. You know what, Lisa? It's going to be about as cold as the cold shoulder that you give me every single day. That doesn't make sense either. I hit my, I hit my thing. I know, but it still didn't work. Hit you, my, you hit it before you finished the hang joke. Hang on, let's try it again. It hey, didn't work the first hang time. Hang on a second. Hey, you know what, Lisa? It's going to be about as cold as the cold shoulder that you give me every night here on the radio. It still Much doesn't. It better. still doesn't work. You Can know you why? Can you edit that? Well, we're live, so no, I guess not. Darn. That was funny, right, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> Ben's Ben. Ben's laughing in there. He's a little. I see a little giggle going on there. Yeah. I, I think some of the listeners thought it was funny. I don't think they did. No. Especially because you know, it's not true. A, you are a tough crowd. You know that? Yeah. Lisa's a tough well, crowd. Well, that one doesn't make any sense because we're best you're friends. You're about as cold There's as no the cold, cold shoulder You're here. about as cold as the cold shoulder you give me. It's ah, Wait, three times hang now? Hang on a second. Four times. It's about as cold out as the cold shoulder you give me. <laughs> Try again. Five times. He's really good at jokes. <laughs> He's a comedian, uh, all right. Hey, you know what? What, Carl? We have a brand new spanking website. Brand new spanking? Yeah, it's spanky red website. A spanky it's very brand What's new. What's all the spanking stuff it's going very, on in your brain? It's very new. This okay, website. brand spanking new. Is That's what, what you I meant, meant to say. say. Brand spanking new. Got it. It's called One Hundred 
radioshows.com the number 100 so when you go online you want to if you want what how do you do how do you spell 100 go online and put the numeral 100 100 radioshows.com if you go there there are seven different collections there's a greatest shows there's a comedy there's a christmas shows there's a detective there's a drama there's a Western, and I think there's, and there's a, mystery. A, a mystery. Yeah, there's seven different ones. You're a mystery. Each one of them has 100 radio shows. So That's about a lot, a lot. 50 of. hours in each one of those genres, and you can order them, and they're instantly sent to you via digital download, right to your computer. You can listen to them on any listening device. The links never expire. Every episode, Mike digitally remastered. Every single episode, they sound amazing. So, folks, check it out. Go to 100, the numeral 100, radioshows.com. What do you say? 100, radioshows.com. You can say it however you want to. Brand new website. <laughs> brand, we just launched brand it. Brand new spanking. We just launched it yesterday. <laughs> Hope you enjoy it. All right. Are you ready for part two of four on the Lux Radio Theater? Test pilot, Robert Taylor, Rita Hayworth, Robert Preston with Cecil B. DeMilla's host. Here's part two. Thrilling. I'm goose pimples all over. Wichita's going to win this league. Wait till you see. Oh, I sure hope so. Say, have you ever been up in a plane? No, why? I'll take you up out at the airport. We'll hire a ship. Okay, sure. Come on, Gilly. Stop that old pill. Well, how do you like it? Oh, oh, it's fine. What was that last thing we just did? A barrel roll. Here, we'll try it again. No, 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 it's all right. I, I just... Oh, oh. Hey, listen. Oh, oh. <laughs> three from Los Angeles arriving at gate two. Tip three from Los Angeles arriving at gate two. Here he comes. Hey, Gunner. Gunner, over here. Hello, sweetheart. Welcome to Wichita. Listen, I'm in no mood for gags. Shake hands with Ann, Gunner. Gunner Morris, Ann, the best grease monkey in the business. Hello. No, only one this time, huh? One what? One girl. He usually has two. Oh, that's nice talk. Now, one of them's usually named Mabel. Where's Mabel? Oh, uh, Mabel couldn't come. She's sitting up with a sick cow. Where'd he find you? I picked her off a cloud and got dizzy. The car's over here. This way, sweetheart. Hey. What? Your friend doesn't talk much, does he? <laughs> Sour, puss. Yeah. Know what I'm thinking about? My in it? It's a wish. Oh, what kind of a wish? I'm wishing that it was this morning again. Could you do it all over again tomorrow? Could you? Never had a better time, man. What about you? The best. See, there's a picture show tonight. Where? Wichita. Oh, yeah, but what about your friend? You want him to go with us? No. Uh, neither do I. Hey, Gunner, you're going to have a nice sleep tonight. Yeah. Did you get that pump off? No. No, I didn't. Well, that's fine, that's fine. Well, I had to go to Wichita tonight. Oh, sure, sure. I had to meet you tonight. Yeah, yeah, sure. Is there any chance of getting out of here tonight? Nope, not a chance. Uh, wait till you see where Ann lives. Cute little house sailing along all by itself in a sea of wheat. And wait till you smell them honeysuckles. Yeah, don't give me that banjo. Now, what time can we get out tomorrow? Well, I'm ready whenever you are. Well, that's all I wanted to know. We're leaving early. Hey, there's the house, Gunner. How do you like it? Uh-huh. 
Anne? Anne, is that you? Oh, dear. What's the matter, Anne? There's, a, there's Joe. I forgot about him. Who's Joe? My sweetheart. Oh. Oh, well, this is news. She's got a sweetheart. Yeah. And he's sweet, too. Hello, Anne. Hello. Hello, Mr. Lane. Well, you look just the way you ought to. Hi, Joe. Joe, this is Gunnar Morris. Hello. Hello, Joe. Glad to see you. She had me worried, Anne. I thought you'd forgotten about tonight. Oh, oh, is it tonight? Yeah, did you forget? We're having a dance, Mr. Lane. Wouldn't you both like to come? Uh, no, no, I'm afraid we can't get away. I'll get you some nice girls. Oh, I don't think they'd like it. Well, you better get dressed, Ann. Yeah, I won't be long. Thanks for a lovely afternoon, Mr. Lane. I'll make it fast, Ann. We're picking up Willie and Jean. Yes, sir, ain't no place like the country. Hear them sounds and smell them smells. Mm-hmm. Honeysuckle. Honeysuckle and raspberry. Now, ah, shut your big mouth. <laughs> Oh, hello, Mr. Lane. You still up? Yeah. What have you been doing? Sitting around, thinking. Nice out here, isn't it? Yes, it is nice here. And she's decided to stay at last, haven't you, Anne? Where was she going? I was going to the moon. (laughs) I've been trying to win Anne for a long time, Mr. Lane. She very frankly told me she wanted someone better. My understanding of that's probably why I want her tonight. We're going to be married. Oh. Well, it's, it's nice. It's fine. Look, Joe, the prince is puzzled. What are you calling the prince for? Well, isn't he? They used to ride white horses over some hill, but nowadays they go so fast they can't see straight. <laughs> Do you know what she means, Mr. Lane? No. I don't either. When she talks like this, I just let her go. Now, Joe, kiss me goodnight. I'm tired. Sure. Night. Good night, Mr. Lane. Goodbye. Hi, Joe. Good luck. Thanks. Hi, dear. Night. He's a, he's a nice fella. Did anyone ever nickname you nice? No, why? Well, it seems to be your favorite word. Well, he's still a nice fellow. Then you think I made a nice choice. Well, go ahead. Go ahead what? Go ahead and ask me. All right. What are you going to marry that guy for? Because he's a nice fellow. You don't love him. How do you know? Just the way you're behaving now, like a little flirt. I don't like you for saying that. That's tough. Look at the way you behaved all day. One minute you're going to a show with me tonight. Next you get yourself engaged to him. Then the minute he goes, you're like this again. Sure, that's right. That's me. Yeah. And I rated you the best girl I ever saw. It's rotten to be disappointed. You'll be gone in the morning. Soon be here. I wish I'd got out tonight. I wish I'd never landed. I wish I never saw you. Well, what do you think I wish? Do you think I like this? What are you trying to say now? Well, all my life I've waited for this morning to come. I thought it had come. Well, I was wrong. It was just a day to you. All right, you don't love me. What of it? What did you get engaged to him for if that's the way you feel? Because I'm going to forget you. Because he's fine. Because I'm going to be a farmer's wife and a good one. Well, I'm grateful to you for making me forget my dreams. For giving me peace. Is that clear? What do you want me to do? Say I love you? Oh, not in a million years. If your heart were tearing for me, I'd like to see you get me now. Well, it was a thrill to see you come out of the sky. But it would be a greater one to see you disappear in it. You better get up early, because it'll be early. All right, she's all set. Get going. Okay. Well, so long. So long. Give my regards to Joe. What'll I tell him? Oh, you don't need anybody to talk for you. Oh, and give my love to the Wichita team. 
I will. They'll win that league yet. Sure they will. Bye. Bye. Well, he got off all right. Yep. He got off. When do you go? Right away. Catch first plane to New York. Is he going there? Uh-huh. Well? Well? So long, Gunner. Look, you're a nice kid, so I want to tell you something. You're going to be glad in the end, see? He's no good. He's the best friend I got in the world, and he's no good. Now, you'll be glad in the end, believe me. Sure. So long, Gunner. So long. Yes, Mother? He was very nice, wasn't he? What's the matter, dear? Nothing. Why? Well, you look so funny. No, I'll be glad in the end. What do you mean, dear? I don't know. Well, I, I'm sure I don't either. Listen, is that another plane? Well, it sounds like it. Well, for heaven's sake, he's coming back. He is? I think he's going to land again. Yes, there. He's coming down. He's coming back. He's coming back. Anne, where are you going? Anne. I, uh, I forgot my hat. Jim, you didn't. What? You, you didn't forget your hat. What did I forget? You forgot me. What are you talking about? Oh, you did. You couldn't go. You came back. You couldn't go. Well, then get in and don't ask any questions. Let's get out of here. Get in? Get in the plane? Well, come on. Don't you want to? Oh, yes, I do. I do. Well, hurry up. And listen, you might as well understand one thing. You're going to be sorry for this. The Knight in Shining Armor has whisked down on his fiery charger and carried off the princess. The knight is a test pilot. The princess is a Kansas farm girl. And the fiery charger, a low-wing monoplane which has just landed in New York. Hey, Gunner, here we are. What do you mean, we? Gunner, I want you to meet my wife. What? Oh, I've heard so much about you, Gunner. It's almost as if I'd seen you before. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can't take any more today. Just tell me about it as it happened, will you? Well, I went back for her. We were married in Indianapolis, and now we're with you again. Married, huh? Yeah. Where's Drake? He's in his office. He's waiting to congratulate you. Well, hang on to her for me, will you? I gotta get some dough. Meet me in the coffee shop. Ten minutes. <laughs> you must be surprised, Gunner. No, no, no. I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if you got married in Indianapolis and divorced in Toledo. I'm surprised you didn't. Listen, Drake. Are you listening to me? You start out carrying with you the best we can give you and work and hope. You're due here in seven hours. And aviation's supposed to be advanced seven years and what happens? You arrive here 37 hours late with a girl. Don't call her a girl. She's my wife. All right. So she's your wife. You're going to test that Thompson racer on Thursday. Tomorrow's Tuesday. That'll give you a couple of days for a honeymoon. How's that? Well, uh, how about a couple of hundred in advance? All right. Right. See you a week from Thursday. No, no, this Thursday. Yeah, I heard you a week from Thursday. I'm sorry, but the National Air Races won't wait for a honeymoon this Thursday. Right, week from Thursday. Lane? Yeah? Wait a minute. Hello? Yes, Mr. Drake? If Jim Lane asks you for any money, tell him he's no longer on the payroll. Yes, sir. Well, Lane, you can still change your mind. Will you get in my place? Benson. <laughs> You'll change yours. So long. Listen, Jim. You've got the idea in your head you're the only test pilot in the world, aren't you? Nope, but you have. Yeah. 
you, Bride. What are you drinking? Chocolate soda. Want a straw? Oh, no, never touch him. Are you gonna? Well, I got it. How much? The gate. Oh, Jim, you were fired. On my ear. Yeah, Drake's pulled a lot of beauties, but this one he really dressed up for the ball. Jim! Jim Lane, I want to speak to you. Hi, Grant, I'm busy. Jim, I just heard you were fired. Yeah, that's right. Jim, fly for me. Fly my plane. I got the fastest ship in the world. Oh, go away, screw it. Oh, listen, Jim, I've given three good years designing that ship. If I win the Thompson, I'll have a factory in a year. Hey, Grant, cut it out, will you? You know I'm broke, Jim. I can't give you any dough, but if you win, the whole ten grand is yours. Beat it, beat it. Oh, Gunner, take a look at the plane, will you? I saw her. You said she was fast, you okayed all that dope. Remember, Gunner? Yeah, 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 and I told you you ought to run her on dope, too, remember? She's fast and she's crazy. Oh, he's kidding you, Grant. It's a good boat. Oh, does that mean that you will, or or might, or, or what? Oh, no, 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 it's too fast. You know, I like them slow and steady. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, uh, glad to have met you. <laughs> How do you like that, honey? Man wants to give me $10,000. Yeah, for breaking your neck. Well, I don't need it. I got 10 bucks and a wife. What more do I want? $10? Is that all you've got? Yep. Oh, lovely. Gunner, he buys a ring for 600 and he marries the girl. He has $10 in the world. He loses his job and he comes out laughing. Yeah, it's all very funny. Hey, there's Al. I'll go put the bite on him for a couple of hundred. Well, I'll be getting along. Oh, uh, one thing. Hey, Al. That guy ain't very easy to handle. I guess that. Yeah. And look, don't let him fly Grant's ship, see? It's dangerous. He didn't seem very interested. Well, he will be when he wants the dough. Well, it's in your lap now. Good luck. Okay. Thanks, Gunner. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Cleveland Airport for the final day of the National Air Races. This afternoon, the eyes of the whole world will focus on the Grand Prix of Aviation, the Thompson Trophy Race. But right now, there's an army bombardment squadron taking off for an exhibition of tactical maneuvers and dive bombing. Hey, listen, Jim. Everything's going to be great. You can't lose in that ship of mine, can he, Gunner? Look, he's flying your ship because he wants to, not because I want him to. Now, beat it and let him alone. Yeah, okay, okay, but the ship's in great shape. Yeah, yeah, and if you're not here when I come back, I'll understand. Yeah, okay, okay. Hey, where's Ann? She's up in the grandstand. Hey, Jim! <laughs> There's Benson. Hiya, Benson. Hiya, Jim. Glad to see you. Gunner, have you met Mr. Drake's new pilot, the mighty Benson? Oh, yeah. You guys got good seats? Could be a nice race to watch. The battle for second place is going to be vicious. Yeah, my wife's sitting pretty. You know, you could buy a lot of seats for ten grand, pal. Uh, you're a piker. My wife's here with the kids. What do you want to disappoint all of them for? <laughs> Attention, pilots, for the Thompson Trophy race. On the line now. Well, that's us. Come on. Good luck, Benson. Uh, same to you. For second place. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the big event of the year in aviation, the Thompson Trophy Race for the ten fastest planes in America. Twenty times around this closed course of aviation's toughest competitive speed event. Halt that gunner. Let her go. Wait. Oh, Jim. <laughs> well, it's Annie. Yeah, and I think I left Kansas for this. Hey, I wonder what Joe's doing now. Just giving me the laugh. Uh-huh. Well, there's a sucker born every second, pal. Not anymore. I broke the mold. All clear? All clear. Well, baby, you can sing a song of ten grand and a pocket full of dough. I'll see you at the bank. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. I won't. Oh, darling, wait. Yeah? Jim. Yeah, what? Well, I... Oh, I got a telegram from the landlady. Yeah, what'd she say? She hopes you win. <laughs> I will. So long. So long. Here comes the grand mystery race at number seven, flown by Jim Lane. Lane, you remember, won the Thompson last year in a great special. 
That's the first portion, or second portion, of the Lux Radio Theater. Uh, That is Test Pilot, and that is uh, sponsored by, you guessed it, Lux Soap. We'll have more after these words. I heard a rumor. You did? Yeah, I heard Uh, that you... All rumors are true. I heard that you are cooking Thanksgiving dinner. Isn't that a scary thought? Beyond, I know, I it's know. Like so I'm not the so best frightening. cook, but simply because I don't usually have to do it, not because I'm not capable of doing it. Yeah. So it'll be fun. So what time are you coming over? <laughs> are you afraid? I you don't want. To- I like you don't standing want, you don't up. Want, I don't want to be in a fetal position. You don't want toe furky. No. <laughs> so uh, is this true, though? Are you really cooking Thanksgiving? Absolutely, dinner? I am. Wow. And um, there's always a first, you know, there's a first for everything. I think I've only made it once before, but I really am making and it. And you're 55 years old. Hey, I really you never talk about a woman's age. You have to be respectful. It's okay. I said it's not OK. It's OK. <laughs> I said it's not OK. Wait a minute. You're 55. Again, I said it's one, not OK. One Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner in all that time. And however old I am, I've only made one Thanksgiving dinner in all of that time. And so what happened? It was such a disaster you decided never to do it again? No, that's that's other people's, you know, pleasures. I won't I'll, call it a job. I, I will bet you, it's, I bet you if you invited me over and I had, I bet you it that's would taste the big very, if. I bet you it would be really that's good. That's the big if. If. You're, you're good at everything you do, so I'm I actually sure have already bought almost everything I need. I pre-cooked? Think, it's all pre-cooked? No, 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 already, no, just no, gotta warm it up. no, no. I it's went, like Stouffer's? No, I went. Went to Trader Joe's and got some great stuff, and I bought a turkey. Not stuffed. A you stuffed it. No, I did not stuff it. You're stuffed. You're full of stuff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Um, coming over by your house. All right. All right. In the next, uh, in the next portion, we have more of Lux Radio Theater. So, all right. On this hour, we will have part three of four parts of Test Pilot on the Lux Radio Theater. But before we do any of that, we're going to play our game, Cat's Pride, Guess That Song. Right, Lisa? Yes, we are. We are still on 1964. Clearly not a good year for you, Carl. But uh, we've got a couple great well, songs like from that one. year. I was in a diaper, you know? I, I know, mean, but these songs I wasn't are... listening to The songs to music. I'm choosing, like the Beach Boys or... Mm-hmm. Beach Girls. Or the Beach Girls or yeah. Chapel of Love. These are songs that have perpetuated the time. I think you purposely picked Chapel of Love because you knew I wouldn't know that song. Um, Chapel of Love has been used in every other movie. I don't know how you couldn't know that song. But I am sure you're going to know the next song. Okay. So we are going to be giving away, mm-hmm. it must be holiday time, a certificate for a desktop pre-lit sports-themed artificial tree from... Tree time. Tree time, tree time, tree time dot com. Oops, I goofed it up. Everythingchristmas.com. Oh, gosh. All right, we'll do that again later. So uh, we're going to ask for a caller. We're going to ask you to call right now at 312-981-7200. Caller number three. We'll be right back. Guess that song. We're going to do that. We have Johnny on the phone to guess that song. Hey, Johnny. Where's Johnny? Here's there he is. Johnny. Hey, Johnny. 
I'm not much of a golfer. <laughs> but is your last name Carson? <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm saying I was born on the same day as Johnny Carson. I'm Were you wow, really? really? I guess that was a that was a very uh, popular name. Yeah, I guess but so. different 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 year, I assume. All right. Hi, All Johnny. Right. Much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to do a little guess that song, 1964. This is a fantastic first song, if I do say so myself. Let's hear a couple seconds right now. Oh, when the sun beats down and burns the... T- That's mm. all you get. What do you think, Johnny? Mm. That is... Um, mm. Under it's been the that's that's it oh, under the board. Yeah. You are absolutely right. This is <laughs> this is the original version by the Drifters. Let's hear it. It's a great tune. So that this is funny. The Drifters released a sequel to this a few months later called "I've Got Sand in My Shoes." Have you ever heard of that no. one? Jack and uh, Steve, not. did you did you guys know that one? Would you have guessed the boardwalk? I was going to guess I would have got it. Yeah? I do, though. Wow. All right. Well, we've I would have been the only Sorry, one that wouldn't have got it. That. Johnny, great job. Well, I'm not surprised at that. Okay, Johnny, let's do it. Here's number two. Another day, another night. Mm, I have no idea. Oh, come on. Do you know this one, Johnny? Be I need your love. Johnny and knows his go. stuff, man. <laughs> Baby, I need your love. Got to have See, you all know his song, Carl. So the four tops were, this is the four tops, by the way. The four tops were around for 11 years before they broke through with this song, and it was their first single for Motown Records. What, just tops, no bottoms? No bottoms, no bottoms. all tops. <laughs> oh my gosh, Johnny! Like <laughs> that's exactly right. That's all that's gone, Carl's mind. You were fantastic. You have won a certificate for a desktop pre-lit sports-themed artificial tree from Tree Time Tree Time Tree Everything Christmas at TreeTime.com. Visit TreeTime.com or their showroom on Pepper Road in Lake Pepper for the most spectacular selection of Christmas trees, lights, and ornaments you can't find anywhere else. That's right. Thank you so much for calling, Johnny. You're a great player. Way to go, buddy. Great. Thanks. Have a great show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thank thanks, you. Johnny. Appreciate you. All right, folks. We have a text in line. We'll be here until 1 o'clock in the morning. You want to text us? We've been getting a lot of texts tonight. Thank you. We love getting your text. 312-981-7200. So, uh, Jack and Steve, what do you think? Are you enjoying the broadcast? Is it what you thought it was going to be? More. It's more? Right. More, more, more. How I heard do you, you like say, it? what did How you do say, you like Pepper it? Road? Mm-hmm. Pepper Road in Baddington. Lake Baddington. Lake Baddington. Is that near Salt Creek? I don't uh, know. I don't know. I don't no, know. I don't know. So where's Salt Creek? <laughs> near Pepper Road. Oh, it is? Yeah. Uh, this, Tree Time's a great place. Uh, man, they've got everything there. I'll tell they've you. got everything you can't find anywhere everything else. Everything Christmas. TreeTime.com. Okay. Anyways. So, uh, Steve, what do you think? <laughs> everything you thought? What do you think of the studio here? Oh, I'm loving it. It's beautiful, Modern. right? Uh-huh. Very nice. Very, very nice. All right. Mr. Home Depot Pro. Pro. Oh, God. <laughs> Chicago Rhinos. The Chicago Rhinos. Go. Go, Rhinos. 
All right, so uh, Lisa, we have uh, part three of the Lux Radio Theater coming up. But I did want to ask you one question about the whole cooking. Th- oh, you know what? Somebody texted in and well, said, I wanted to bring I'm in a lot of up. trouble. So shame on Carl, says one of our listeners. Never I'm talk in trouble about again. a lady's age. You owe Lisa a big, expensive present. Shame, shame, we know Is your name. Is this true, and, guys? Should I never? Well, should we never talk about a woman's age on the air? I didn't know that. No. I never heard of it. I never heard of it either. Well, I'll Steve. tell you why you shouldn't why? have. Because why? I asked you not to. That's yeah. the only reason that you shouldn't is because oh. I asked you not to, and then you did but it I again. But I already did. And then you did it again but after then, I asked you not but to. But they heard me the first time, so... Then you should have rescinded it and said, you're right, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have without your permission. Well, and that I, would have been a much nicer way to handle all right, it. Next time, okay. I won't give your age of 55 out, I promise. Promise. Won't you, do that you again. You owe me a bigger Absolutely will presence. not say you're 55 ever again. All right. It's part three now. Test pilot on the Lux Radio Theater. The conclusion of the 19th lap with only 10 miles left to go. Fred Benson is a great specialist still leading the field. But Jim Lane is pushing him hard. Here he comes now. He's getting very fast as they hit the straightaway. Be crazy, that's nothing. It's nice to have a little fire. You don't know how cold it gets up there. Oh, Jim! Jim! Besides, the guy's made of asbestos. Oh, how could you talk like that? How dare you! Oh, you little fool, who are you talking to? What do you think this game is, anyway? You married him without giving him a thought, didn't you? Well, if you can't take it, get out. Go on, beat it. Go hide your head and cry. Go on. I'm all right. Bless you, Gunner. He's got a good chance, Sam. He's awful good up there. Look! Look! The fire is out! He stole the fire out! Up there, giving an exhibition? Good Jim, are you burned? No, not a blister. Oh, a little bit on hand. Ten thousand bucks, baby, all for you. Benson's in trouble. Benson in number twelve. Hey, his motor's quit. He looks like he's going to crash. Everybody off the field. Field guards to your stations immediately. Pull out, Benson. Pull out. Pull out. Mrs. Benson. Oh, Mr. Lane, come in. Was it uh, all right, Mrs. Benson, or would you rather I didn't? It's all right. I don't feel the way I thought I would. I guess I was so sure it would happen sometime. Uh, how's the how's the dose situation? Oh, we'll be all right. You're lucky in one way, Mrs. Benson. I mean, lucky that I won. You see, Benson and I were splitting if either of us came through, but I suppose he told you. You what? Yeah, didn't he tell you? No. Well, we were, so I got it cashed. Here, there's five grand in the envelope. Mr. Lane, please. No, 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 you told me to welch on a guy because he's not here to collect it, do you? Mr. Lane, you're lying to me. But it's so beautiful of you. I, I do need it so terribly. I mean, the children. Sure, sure. 
Listen, he died at his trade, see? That's a lot. Take my word for it. He died in the air. The air was Benson's business. Yes. Yes. Come on, Jim. Hand it over. Where is it? I'm right here, pal. I'm right here. Come on, the dough, the dough. Oh, never mind the dough. Waiter. Now, listen, Ann. This guy started with ten grand all in cash, and he's on a bender. Now, grab some of it, will you? I can't grab any. He's too big. Come on, let's drink. Let's drink to Benson. Fred Benson. Give me the dough, will you? Go away. Fred Benson. What license did that guy have to fly? He didn't have any. Jim. Too tough, baby. Sky looks sweet and wears a pretty blue dress, doesn't she? Yeah, well, don't kid yourself. She lives up there. She invites you up there, and when she gets you up there, she knocks you down. A nice guy like Benson. Don't think, honey. I'm not thinking, honey. I'm just telling you that Benson wasn't good enough for her. Come on, get out of the sky. I don't like you. Sure, that's her. Don't let her fool you when she looks soft and sweet. She sits in your lap and purrs, doesn't she? Yeah, well, she don't fool me none. Fire is still fire. Stuck her little tongue out of me today, didn't she? All nice and red. Kissed from Cinderella. She didn't get away with it, did she? Did she, Kansas? She got kissed right back. Yeah, and then you take her by the throat, you shake her silly, you slap her back, you put her in her place, and you give her the laugh. Dirty, scheming rock. Darling, stop. Please. Yeah. I'm not thinking, honey. Waiter. Hey. Jim, listen. Let's go home, huh? Come on. Oh, baby, who are you? A girl. Yeah, who told you so? You did. I don't even know your name. I know yours. I'm a famous guy. Yeah. I want a blue dress. Blue? She wears a blue dress up there. Who does? Miss up there. I'd look nice in blue. (laughs) No good, no good. Waiter! Gunner, will you take me home? Sick? No. No, I'm just tired. Yeah, yeah. Take her along home, Gunner. She's tired. Good night, Gunner. Thanks. Good night. Now, don't worry about him. No. Well, I met her, didn't I? Who? My rival. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. You met her. Oh, don't just show me like that, Gunner. I tell you, I met my rival. She rides with him when he's up there. Oh. Yeah. It's hard to cut out a girl a man loves when he's alone. He never looked at me the way he looked when he said he slapped her back into place. Yeah. I met her all right. Take care of him, Gunner. Don't worry. I'll stay right with him. And Gunner. Hmm? Tell him I want to be slapped, too. Hello? Hello, Ann. This is Gunner. Now, listen, he got away from me. I don't know. I've been making the rounds all night looking for him. Yeah, I'll find him. I don't know where, but I'll find him. Come on, come on. Wake up, sonny boy. Don't shake me. I'm awake. I'm awake. Well, you should be by now. You know what day it is? I know it's day. It is night. It's enough. You know where you are? No, I was in Detroit. Hmm? Well, now you're in Chicago. Chicago? Chicago. Chicago, Chicago. Oh, I don't feel like doing that. You've been in every city but Indianapolis. Hey, where's Ann? 
Well, last time I saw her, she was in Cleveland. That was four days ago. I had just enough dough to wire her back to New York. Uh. Oh, yeah, and uh, speaking of dough, I suppose you've got my share right here with you, huh? Look at my pants. I did. Even the handkerchief is blown. And the vest. Ain't no vest. Where is it? Ask the vest. Well, pal, it was a great race. I'm glad you won it. No dough, huh? I'm going home, isn't it? I don't know. Anyway, it's an idea. Anne, you asleep? Oh, hello. How are you, Anne? Fine. How are you, bad boy? Pretty bad boy. Feeling low? I've been up higher. Sure. I'm glad to see you, Anne. I'm glad, too. Is Gunner out there? Yeah. Come in, Gunner. Howdy. You look fine, too, Gunner. Feel great. Say, what have you been doing? <laughs> That's just like him to say that like that, isn't it funny? Well, dear, you've had more fun than I have. Well, I've tried. And I've tried for five days to think of some way to be cross with you. Oh, Jim, if I could only hate you. <laughs> what do you want to hate me for, baby? Oh, won't the landlady be glad to see you, though? Why? She likes you. Yeah? She kept asking me, when in the world will Mr. Lane be home? Oh. Say, how much do we owe her, darling? Oh, about $200, darling. Oh, well, that's nothing, is it? No. But I'll bet you haven't got all of that 10000 left, have you? I'll bet you haven't got over... over six or 7000 left. Have you? Well, no. Not over that, dear. No. Not over that. Well, suppose you give me a little, darling. Sorry, Ann, I'm broke. I know you're broke. I was only teasing. But I know Mrs. Benson isn't broke. That was lovely of you, pal. <laughs> I'll bet you were funny when you were giving it to her. I wish I'd been behind a screen. Hey, you knew? I guessed. Say, you're some girl. Oh? I see, I see now. You do? What? I see what you are. You're all right. And listen, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do something that'll surprise you. I'm going out and grab some wine and drink to you. What a surprise. I'm drinking to a woman. Yeah, and to your mother and to your father and to the whole corn-fed state of Kansas. Now, don't go away. Well, I've been around him a long time, and that's the first time I ever heard him praise anything but himself. But you got it coming. It was swell. Why? What else do you do when there's nothing to do? It's easy to be gallant when you're doomed. What do you mean, doomed? You should ask me that. I've had five days to think, haven't I? And don't you think, Mr. Gunner, I've tried to walk out? I've got a ticket in my pocket. But I didn't go. And you shouldn't think like that because... Well, there's no way to think. It's crazy. Well, this is crazy. Three roads faces. And there's doom at the end of each. Suppose he didn't drink. He slapped it back again and he sits around, his nerves screaming. He doesn't want to drink, but he can't help it. The second road is worse than that. <laughs> He's retired from flying and works on the ground. Imagine a man with his heart in the sky, living with a woman on the ground. He wouldn't like himself very much. And I wouldn't like him either, Gunner. Oh, no. No, he's in love with a woman with wings. She's got him. And I've no way to cut her out. I can't fight the sky. Well, there's another road. Yeah. There is. And we're on it. <laughs> we go on as if nothing had happened. He goes on the next race. Another bat. Another race. Until someday, when he's not quite so young and quick, she slaps him out. You know, don't you? Oh. 
I don't know. I've only had it for ten years. And you hit it right in the nose, too. You just sit and wait for it. What do I do it for? Because there's nothing else to do. He gets you. No fun being with anybody else. Well, what's fun about waiting for someone to die? Every tick of the clock. Still living. Still living. Still living. What for? I won't do it. I won't love him that much. Haven't I the right to live my life without being tortured every second? Haven't I? Yeah. Yeah, sure. And you know what you'll do, don't you? You'll stick with him. You're hooked. You can't get away no matter how hard you try. You know that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know, Gunner. So that is the the next portion. Part <laughs> that is part three right. of the Lux Radio Theater. We will have part four in just a few minutes. Test pilot from nineteen forty two. You know, this was a um this was an Oscar nominated film directed by the great Victor Fleming, and it was uh, distributed by MGM. What a cast in the original film. Clark Gable, Myrna Loy, Spencer Tracy, and Lionel Barrymore. And in this radio broadcast, we have a different cast, because the um, film cast was not available. Robert Taylor, Rita Hayworth, Robert Preston with Cecil B. DeMille's host. And we'll get back to it in a few minutes. Uh, So I'm curious, Lisa. So Thanksgiving, you're cooking. I'm cooking. You're cooking, and you're going to make a regular... Turkey. Right. And then you're going to make a tofu turkey? It's called tofurkey. Man, that sounds foul. Oh, that was funny. That was a good one, right? We're all laughing in here. We can't contain ourselves. Jack liked it, right, Jack? Yeah. Hang on a second. You it's liked really it, right? really great. You yeah. liked it. He's, <laughs> it's the highlight of his life, you know, highlight of the evening so far, well, that joke, right? I'm glad that you're amusing somebody out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right. Uh, I am thankful this year for a lot of things. I'm thankful like for what? my family. I'm thankful for you, Lisa. I'm thankful for Ben, great producer. He is Shante, Dan Long. I'm thankful to the uh, the entire Tribune company and to uh, all of our Media. bosses, Next Star Media. <laughs> I was about to say that. And WGN, the opportunity to have this show every Saturday and Sunday. I'm very thankful. I'm also very thankful to every single one of the Classic Radio Club members. I really appreciate your support through the Classic Radio Club. I want to thank all of the rights holders that uh, let us you know, use these great classic radio shows to broadcast so our listeners can enjoy these, maybe for the first time, because you know many of these shows... You may not have heard these originally when they aired. So, you know, you're getting to experience a show like Lux Radio Theater or Boston Black Ear, Jack Benny. I mean, I heard my first classic radio show at age 12 in 1975. And so I I wasn't around when these shows originally aired. So I'm very thankful that I got to uh, um, hear so many of these shows. What are you thankful for, Lisa? What, you know, family and friends and what else? Well, right now I'm thankful that Ben um, put on a great radio show for us, and he was a great producer, so I appreciate that. In the moment, I'm thankful to be here at WGN. This is something that Carl and I had worked toward for many years. We started a different radio show in 2009, and we did that till, what, 2015, until we were able to make the transition to WGN. So I love being here. I love this radio show, and it was kind of... 
um, fortuitous that I met you in the first place. And so we were able to form this uh, radio relationship that we have that has really, um, you know, moved forward in all these years. And it's a lot different than it would have been had we never met. Can you imagine? Oh, my. No, really? Yeah. I mean, that's how life is. You know, you just... You just get up one day and something changes and your whole life can take a different course just because of something that happened that particular day. And that day that I came to audition for you was one of the days that you get up in the morning and you say, I'm not really sure I feel like going on an audition today. I don't know. And had I not gone on that audition, I would not be sitting here with you at WGN. That so is very I'm true. I'm thankful for all of those things that happened. Yeah, me too. I'm thankful too, Lisa. Um, enjoy doing this show with you. I do, too. As much as we fight, we love each other. (laughs) My 21-year-old co-host. That sounds better. How's that? Better, right? A little bit. All right. Time for news. We'll be right back. All right. Thank you, James. And it is 1234 on a Monday morning. Monday. Wow. Happy Veterans That's right. Day. Happy Veterans Day. And uh, happy Monday, Lisa. And we'll be back here next Saturday. Are we being preempted one hour next Saturday? No, we're here the whole day. We have all three hours on Saturday. Okay. On Sunday, we will only be on for one hour oh, on Sunday. Really? So we'll Come be on, on like 12? We'll be on it. We'll be on from 12 to 1, but we'll still be on. So we'll have four hours next weekend. And what, because of sports or something, probably? Sports or something. Yeah, Ben is shanking his head. It's sports. He's nodding his head, I should yeah. say. What kind of sports, Ben? Probably Blackhawks, maybe? I don't, I don't maybe? think it's Blackhawks, No, then. I, I think know. it's over by then. Well, whatever the case may be, we're only on one hour on Sunday. Yeah, it's it's either Blackhawks or uh, Bears postgame. Okay. The two. Well, you know what? We are, uh, we're here at uh, every Saturday and Sunday. We usually are on for five full hours. And when we're on for five hours, we play five classic radio shows, if they're half-hour shows. But sometimes they're hour-long shows, like Lux Radio Theater. Yep. You know? Yep, I know. So these radio, primarily they were half-hour. Sometimes they were a quarter-hour, like yours truly, Johnny Dollar, um, five-part 15 minuters. There was Vic and Sade and some of the other, you know, um, Easy Aces were quarter hour. So we're like Jack Armstrong, the All-American Boy and those types of shows, but mostly half hour and then some hour long shows. And we have them all every Saturday and Sunday right here. All your favorites, Jack Benny, The Shadow, The Whistler. Tell a friend about our program, WGN Radio Theater, every Saturday and Sunday night at 11 p.m. We'll be here always. Yeah. All right. So, uh, did I make uh, did I make up to the listener who said I shouldn't have said your age? I said you're twenty one. I don't 21. know. You'll have to ask the listener. So I can't answer that. Lisa's twenty one. Everybody, how's that? Now, come on, Carl. All right, nineteen. <laughs> come on, eighteen. <laughs> Whatever you want to say. Seventeen. I'm just gonna nod and I mean, go with 17's it. Seventeen's too young. I wish I were. You'd 17 be up too again. late. It's twelve. 36. You, you can't be you, up at 17 years old. What are you at talking this age? about? You didn't stay up past midnight when you were in high school? Never. What are you talking about? I was a good boy. I don't believe you. When my mom told me to go to bed. I highly doubt that. She was like, go to bed. Yes, mom. Oh, yeah. It doesn't seem like that goes with your personality <laughs> somehow. You're not the yes, mom kind of kid. You know what I used to do, and this is true, and I, and we were talking about this earlier, how you were always fascinated with radio. I, I was. She would call radio stations and try to win, and she, they'd be like... My whole life. You would tape your voice because it was I want to hear the person on the radio say my name, name 
and I wanted to hear what I sounded like on the radio. What I used to do is I would go to bed, and you know, people talk about this how they your mom would say go to bed. I'd go to bed, and then I would like read my comic books with my flashlight under the under the covers. Every kid does that. Yeah, I remember reading like Superman and Spider Man and all that. Oh, kind so of stuff. you weren't the okay mom kind of kid? No, I would be like I didn't I think my so. flashlight. <laughs> I would read my comic books. Uh, I like I would books. go I would go in my bed and sing. <laughs> sing. <laughs> I did. <laughs> All right, well we're listening to Test Pilot from May 25th, 1942. Here's the conclusion on the Lux Radio Theater. Jim Lane has a date again with his lady in the sky. This time it's a power dive and his orders are to rip the wings off the ship. On the field, Gunner watches the sky anxiously. How high would you say he was, Gunner? About 18,000. He'll turn the nose down in a minute. Gunner? Hey, I thought you were going to stay home. Oh, it's worse. I'd rather see it. Do they always go that high? That's the idea of it. You've got to get a start. How bad is it? As bad as I gathered? Remember, we don't act. I don't know, Anne. That's right. Don't kid me. What's he going to do? Power dive. He's got orders to tear it wide open, and if I know Jim, he'll try. Here he comes. He's on his way, Ann. Oh, no, I wish I'd stayed home. Oh, no, I don't either. Oh, come on, Jim, come on! How much longer, Gunner? Depends. He'll pull out when he gets ready, or when the wings fall off. Let her come, Jim! Straight down, straight down. Still living, still living. There it goes! Gunner! He's cracked it. It's breaking up. Bail out, Jim. Bail out. Why doesn't he get out? Why doesn't he get out? He will. Give him a chance. There. There he goes. Come on, Jim. Pull that cord. That's the boy. It's okay. Shoot's open. It's okay, Ann. Ann, snap out of it. Ann. Jim Lane to test new ship. Still living. Jim Lane silent on record flight. Still living. Lane flies Mercy ship to Arctic. Still living. Still living. Still living. Come on, you guys. What about another ride on the roller coaster? Sure, darling, remember your weak heart. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and you ought to remember you're testing a ship tomorrow. Don't be morbid, Gunner. How can you think of business at a time like this, Gunner? Oh, Jim, I want some peanuts. Peanuts, huh? All right, peanuts. Coming up right away. Hey, peanuts. Hey. Oh, it's wonderful to be silly, Gunner. You can't keep this up, Ann. What's the matter? I've never felt such pain. It's like the sharp edge of a knife. I'll get used to it. You'll be dead before he is. That's all right, too. I'm grabbing what I can, Gunner. What do you want me to do? I don't know. Oh, it'll be all right. I'll be okay, too, when the baby comes. Baby? Yeah. He doesn't know yet. Don't tell him, Gunner. Why not? Don't tell him, please. Okay. And don't ever fall in love, Gunner. Don't ever fall in love. Here we are. Here you, Peanuts. You know what goes good with peanuts? What? Outside of you. Champagne. Oh, yeah. Try and get it. <laughs> Having a good time, darling? Precious. Enjoying yourself, Gunner? Adorable. 
Say, why don't you be gay for once and give yourself a shock? Too many roads. What roads? Three roads. Gunner. Yeah, yeah, three roads. Three roads. You're going crazy. Yeah, I guess maybe I am. Maybe you're drunk, huh? No, but I think I'm going to be. There's your ship, General. Pretty, huh? Uh, pretty doesn't count, Mr. Drake. The Army wants to know how she'll fly. <laughs> Don't worry about her. Say, uh, how much heavier do you figure this new bomb load will run? Oh, three or four tons. That's enough. Say, have you met Lane's wife? Hey, Kansas, come here. Hello. How are you, Mr. Drake? General Ross, this is Kansas Lane. Hello, Kansas. Hello, General. Say, your plane looks like Grand Hotel. Want to see it, Buster? <laughs> this is going to be the biggest job Jim's ever done in every way, Kansas. See all that loading they're doing? Those sandbags represent the weight of the bombs and the crew. The height record for a warboat of that size is just under 20,000 feet. Well, we're up to 30. 30,000 feet? That's a way up, Kansas. Six miles. Hiya, General. Hello, Lane. Hiya, darling. I hear you're going to have lunch with a bunch of angels. Yeah, are you jealous? Yes, darling. I'd love <laughs> to take that high ride with you. I've never asked you before. Can I be a bomb? I'd be twice as quiet. <laughs> you know what you'd be with that dress on up there? <laughs> what would I be? A little icicle. With you there? <laughs> when do you take off, Lane? Right away. Give me 28,000, we'll call it a day, Jim. Right, General? Certainly. Well, you give me for everything, I get over 30. I feel informed. Now, you just get 28 and stop feeling so good. And those are orders. <laughs> okay. See you around, Kansas. Yeah. See you around. Come on, come on. Get those sandbags in there. We ain't got all afternoon. Get a move on. Take your time, Gunner. We're ready. Yeah, you've been ready all day. Now, listen. You do the flying. We'll do the loading. Now, don't give me any of your lip rough busted wide open, see? Oh, yeah? Yeah, you want to see me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the matter? Ah, uh, tell that guy to lay off me. Shut up. Gunner, what's the matter with you? You're not the guy I know anymore, drinking and fighting. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. You're going to listen and like it, and then maybe you see. See what? Come on, see what? Uh, nothing. I'm shooting my mouth. I don't know what I'm talking about. Now, snap out of it, sweetheart. Come on, let's go. All set there. Get in, Gunner. All set, Jim. Let her go. You know, for a nice fellow, you've certainly turned into a crab. I never saw anything like it. She lifts nice. You'd do better if you didn't have so much weight in her. You're heavier than lead these days. Let them know how we're doing. Calling WSR from Lane, 12,000 feet, starting up through Overcast. Going on instruments, North Beam. There she is. There's the sky gunner. We're coming, honey. Mm-hmm. Little Alice Blue Gown. WSR Lane, new record for weight, 26,200. Manifold pressure falling. Hey, we're about washed up. Not yet. Turn the heat full on. It is full on. USR Lane, 29,350. Get up there, baby girl. Get up. 29,350. Hey, we're about through, Jim. She's washed. Oh, no, she's not. She's choking to death. Next thing you know, she'll fall off into a spit. 30. 30, I tell you. Now, listen, this is high enough. What more do you want? I want 30. I won't take an inch under it. WSR Lane. Two nine nine five zero. Fifty more. Squeeze, squeeze. Hey, look, Jim, with all those sandbags. Squeeze. Back there. Come on, what's it read? It's almost there. A little more. Up, baby. Up, girl. Squeeze. Here it is. It's coming up. There. Thirty thousand even. She's over. And up, baby. Hooray! Now look out. 
She's falling off. Now, don't let her get into a spin. Don't worry. Listen, she's up. It's okay. Wait till we get down where there's some air. You feel all right, don't you? Oh, I feel charming. I hope those sandbags hold together. I hope we hold together. WSR from Lane. WSR from Lane. We're spinning. Come on, lady. Straighten up. Hey, when do we hit that thick air? We're dropping like a light. You handling your controls? I'm not touching them. It's up to you, baby. Okay, just leave your hands off. I'll pull down, sweetheart. Well, fine. When? Take your time. Take your time. Yeah, I'm just a little impatient. That's all. I... Oh. Hey, what's the matter? Hey, those bags. They're... They're breaking loose. Got me in the back. Move over here, quick. I can't. There's too much weight. It's pinning me. Stay clear of the controls. I can't move. I can't. All right, all right. I'll get the bags out. You never make it, Jim. You squeeze away from the controls just a little? No. Jim, bail out. Listen. Bail out, I tell you. I can't move. You'll be okay. I'm getting them out of the way. I'll have it. Jim, please get out. Shut up. Get it, I tell you. No time. Now, Jim. There, can you move? No. An inch, just an inch. Come on, gunner. I... Is that, that's it. A little more. There, it's okay. Jim, can you get it out? Hang on, Gunner. I'll bring it down flat. Watch it. Hang on. Jim! Gunner. Gunner. Yeah. Uh, you all right? Yeah, sure. Oh, he's tough. Tough guy. Hey, can you move any? Sure. Just taking it easy. It feels good not to try to move. Listen, don't do anything dumb on me now. No. Jim. What? Just listen. I got so many words. Now listen. Don't take anyone in my place. You're so dumb, you don't know how good I was. I was awful good, see? Give me a kiss, will you? Gunner, look at me. Here's a break for me, though. I won't ever have to go home and break the news to her. I leave the roads first. Three roads. Two. Don't die. For my sake, Gunner. That's all I'd come back for. But I could. Gunner. Hey. Gunner. I know. I heard. He's dead. Gunner's dead. Why wasn't you? It couldn't have been you, could it? Oh, no. I've got more coming to me. I've got to get all that's coming to me. Another year, maybe. I'll go crazy first. Anne, look at me. I've got a kiss for you, Anne. him. Go on. What else? What are you going to say? Your heart's bleeding? Aren't you going to say that? My heart isn't bleeding a drop. My memory of Gunner is beautiful. I believe you. You have no heart. You don't know what pain is. He died at his trade, didn't he? What more do you want? Oh, that's great. Go back up in the sky. That awful sky. Go up there and stay. Go on. Oh, why don't you die and leave me alone? Jim. Have you check up at the hospital, huh? Yeah, I'm okay. Had a thing wrong. Did they tell you that? No, but I'm okay. I'll take the sister ship up tomorrow. Huh. Uh, you're a tough man, Jim. Well, how else could you figure it? 
Listen, I haven't started yet. I'll go back up there. I'm going back up there and pay the sky back for what you did to me. I'll pay her back. I'll wring her neck. Jim, you're not taking that plane up tomorrow. You're not going to wring her neck either. No, why not? I just had a report from the hospital. They're grounded, Jim. Grounded? Me? They can't do that. They... Why? Your eyes. Grounded? That's great. That's That's fine. There's still a spot for you. Here, if you want it. Find a desk. It's great. Or the Army. The Army needs men on the ground, too, now. Yeah, I guess that's it. I don't know. Talk it over with Ann and let me know, huh? Yeah, sure. So long, Drake. So long, Jim. Jim. Oh, yeah? Jim. I said some awful things. I didn't know what I was talking about. I was just jealous, darling. Jealous? Of that girl of yours up there. Well, I'm not anymore. She can have you when you're flying. But when you're down here, you're mine, Jim. And don't be jealous. Don't be jealous anymore. you cadets. I've been talking for 30 minutes to you boys, and you're probably looking wise and giving me the bird. Anybody got any questions? All right. Good luck. Get up there and fly. Jim! Hey, what are you doing here? I brought a friend. Hello, Jim. (laughs) Oh, well, hi, son. Mother said I could watch the airplane. Why, sure. There they are, son, just taking off. Gee, look, Mother. Come on, Barney, get up there. Oh, why can't I get in there and show him? Look at me. A man spends all his life getting somewhere, and where's he end up? On the ground, just where he started. Jim, when I grow up, I'm going to be a pilot. I'm going way up in the sky. Way, way up. <laughs> You'll have to ask your mother about that, son. <sighs> Four years old, and he's starting to think about girls. <laughs> <laughs> A thrilling play had a thrilling performance at the hands of Robert Taylor, Rita Hayworth, and Robert Preston. Our sponsors, the makers of Lux Toilet Soap, join me in inviting you to be with us again next Monday night when the Lux Radio Theater presents Barbara Stanwyck and Fred McMurray in Ball of Fire. This is Cecil B. DeMille saying good night to you from Hollywood. Heard in tonight's play were Cy Kendall as Drake, Fred Mackay as Joe, Lee Benaderet as Mrs. Benson, Verna Felton as Mrs. Barton, Charles Seal as announcer, Howard McNear as Grant, and Tris Coffin, Tudor Williams, Warren Ash, and Bobby Larson. Tune in next Monday night to hear Barbara Stanwyck and Fred McMurray in Ball of Fire. Our music was directed by Louis Silvers. And your announcer has been Melville Roy. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. That's Lux Radio Theater test pilot 
from May 25th, 1942. Jack and Steve, what did you think of it? Did you enjoy that show? Loved it. I didn't get to hear a word because Lisa talked the entire time that that show was playing. I didn't get to hear one word. She was talking about how she's going to cook all this food, Thanksgiving. You can't even think of what I was talking about <laughs> because I was not the one talking. I didn't get to hear a non-stop. single word of that broadcast. You know that? Okay, nobody believes I'm you I'm going right to have now. to listen to the podcast now. Nobody listens to what you say. <laughs> <laughs> it was great having you guys here. And thanks yeah, for uh, coming to fun. the station. Thank you for having us. Uh, it's my we pleasure. We love to have listeners here. We love to get a little viewpoint from you. Yeah. And, and it's really thanks nice to have the, you. Thanks for all the notes and the critiques and everything. <laughs> and it's great to we'll put a to voice do, to a face. We're going to try to do better next time. <laughs> I, I, I definitely have a face for radio, that's for sure. But um, Oh, you're slow. <laughs> so slow. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break, and then it's more on the WGN Radio Theater. All right, Lisa, what do we have next week? Well, you know, we've got a full show Saturday night, so we've got the adventures of Maisie, Fort Laramie, and Somebody Knows. What Somebody Knows? Mystery. Good uh, true mystery series. I look forward to hearing that. Sunday we're preempted, so we're only on one hour, but we will play a great radio show of Boston Blackie. All right.